Peace, peace, family. This is your Black to Roots podcast, and I'm your host, Tangi. And I want to come to you guys today and let y'all know how the journey has been going. Okay, don't forget to share this podcast, you guys, and check out the YouTube channel, Black to Roots YouTube channel. Um, Look, y'all, this non-smoking journey is like, it's amazing. Um... I also want to let you guys know that there's a lot going on nowadays um, in these past few months that have been uh, a blessing to witness. Uh, I want y'all to realize that, um, number one, I understand wholeheartedly that I am God experiencing, uh, like having a human experience. As a female who's going through some trials with four different baby daddies and, you know, trying to build businesses and, you know, trying to, you know, be this revolutionary and be strong and everything. But I also know that one day I have to leave this place and I know that I'm, I might have to go kicking and screaming. You know, nobody wants to leave the vessel that, that the creator gave them. But ultimately, you are going to leave. And at that point, you have to accept the fact that mortality is inevitable, right? So what's been going on in my life to make me even think about such a thing? Well, I can tell you guys this. Every single day of my life since I was about 26 has been about building a foundation and a legacy for my children, all right? So I've been fighting this fight for over 20 years. Um, Building a legacy, building a legacy, building a legacy. You know, trying my damnness to build a legacy, build a legacy, and leave something behind, right? Generational wealth came into play when when I turned about 31, And that's when I really started, like, looking at generational wealth with with a broader lens. Like, how how would that look front to end, right? And in doing so, I realized leaving a legacy and leaving behind generational wealth means that you're leaving, you know? It's, you're not building it to, to use it right now. You're building it so that the generations that come after you will, will live a better life than you started out with, right? And that's ultimately the reality, right? But you can also do it like, you know, you get into your Rockefeller methods and you can do your family banking and you can do your investments and all of that stuff, which is great. And yes, I'm into it, right? But this is not that that type of uh, podcast today. But yeah, you can get into all of those things so you can start enjoying life now. But I, I look at life like, if only I knew this 20 years ago, like how far would I be right now? I look at a lot of people online sometimes and I look at them on, you know, I find YouTube videos that resonate with me and I see as people retiring at age 30, you know what I mean? And I'm like, as smart as I am, as intelligent as I am and have always been and my surroundings, the people that I grew up with and um, that were around me were also intelligent. We just were oblivious. We just, we were so damn, we were too smart for our own good. Had all these smarts, but didn't do shit with it. You know what I mean? Like, we could have been so much further. 
you know, and even though I'm not 50, I'm not 60, I'm not 80, you know, I'm not 99, you know what I'm saying, I'm only 42, but I feel like I've wasted so much time, right, and I just want you guys to know, don't do what I did, don't waste no more time in getting your shit together because by the time you reach a certain age, you're going to start looking at mortality and what you can leave behind as a legacy as opposed to where am I going to be in five years? Where am I going to be in 10 years? Am I going to have everything that I want in 10 years? To me, that and where am I going to be in five years? That's over with. That's a thought that I had 10 years ago, you know? And whatever I failed at, it's like now what I got going on is a do or die. It's now or never, and it's not even for me. That's a pretty morbid way of looking at, at, at your life, you know? And you can easily fall into some type of depression behind that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, every waking moment is for someone else. It's not even for you to enjoy you know, and then for some of us, we're charged with other people's fucking happiness and shit, like relationships and stuff, you know, or, or we're forcing somebody else to make us happy. Like, it's, it becomes ridiculously, like, unresolved at this point. But I want y'all to start looking at what it is that you could be doing right now that's going to set flame to your to your life right now while you're here and gonna benefit you <coughs> as far as generational wealth <coughs> excuse me so what is it that that we could be doing right now so for me <coughs> just to touch on one of the subjects uh that I, I dealt with in one of my youtube channels i want y'all to think about these five streams of income Okay, now you can have 10, you can have 15, you can have two or three, but I believe five streams of income is a well-rounded and easily attainable within reach method to gaining generational wealth at a quick pace without you having to retire at 99. Okay. Um, and one of the, like, I'm, I'm going to give you the five that I'm using right now. I'm an author. I'm a published author. Okay. Um, I want you guys to check out Sam and Togo, The Adventures of Sam and Togo. Um, it's a children's book. You know, it gives you good lexicon, a, a good uh, vocabulary uh, foundation. Okay. It gives you some history. It teaches you um, different cultures, you know, as far as Africans are concerned, African-American culture and African culture, and it merges the two, you know, um, it teaches you a hell of a lot, uh, excuse the music, y'all, but that's the background, but then also, you have, uh, an, another stream of income would be wholesaling houses. Now, wholesaling property is that that's one of my favorite. You know, it's legal, it's easy if you want to make a quick buck. Um, it's something that you can do on a permanent basis, but I do suggest that anyone that does wholesaling graduates to flipping homes or, you know, uh, having some rental properties um, eventually. You know, that's, that's a quick way to get there. Um, it's just a matter of learning, 
you know, and I can introduce you to a few avenues that I've taken, and I'll, I'll give you all of that stuff at the end of this uh, session. But I'm um, wholesaling houses, uh, writing a piece of literary work, or writing a piece of art, if you, if you uh, want to use that term. Uh, write a book, write your story. You know, everybody's life <laughs> is entertainment now in 2020. You know, and you can find that on reality TV. You can find it on these YouTube channels. So writing it out or having someone write it out for you is pretty much the standard, you know, nowadays. So that's two, you know. The third is we have a cleaning and landscaping company. Okay. And um, that's doing well. We have employees, the whole nine. So that's income number three all right secondly is the youtube channel income number four five is the online store income number five now for me i also do hair from home so we have a lot going on you know what i mean um those streams of income yes you can give a hundred percent to all of these things but at least four of them you should be able to set and forget you should be able to make money generate revenues while you're sleeping you should not have to work hard labor with your mind body and soul for a dollar that is a vicious cycle to live in y'all you shouldn't have to do that. You got to get in the mindset of setting it and forgetting it. And that's the route that we have to start teaching our children because we're in a digital age. And in a minute, it's about to be a cashless society. I told y'all this 10 years ago. We was going into a cashless society. And sure enough, it's here. The corona, which been here for over 100 years already, is proving to you guys that they will find any means to, to complete their ultimate agenda. And the cashless society was already in play long before Bill Gates decided to, uh, you know, inoculate millions of people. You know, the, the cashless agenda was already there when the Amero was being talked about. So I want y'all to really pay attention to, you know, get past the smoke and mirrors. You know what I mean? Like, make your five streams of income set it and forget it remember that you're in a digital age you need to start teaching your elders how to use their smartphones and so forth and so on start communicating through email with them so that they they get savvy with it you know text and and facetime duo do all of that stuff so your elders have you know have a better sense of what this digital age is going to be because just because somebody is 60 or 70 years old don't mean that they ready to roll over and die You know, you got people that's trying to get in office that's 70 years old, trying to run a country. So, like, we got to remember that, that, you know, we have our youth and we have our elders that really need for us to take the time to show them the ropes, you know. And, And we can't show them anything or, you know, build them up to 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 where they can be savvy enough if we're not learning it ourselves, you know, and that goes into um, these five streams of income, cause you have to be digitally savvy, you know, for example, if my mother was here, like y'all don't even know, like 
God rest her spirit, you know what I'm saying? May the gods protect her. But at the end of the day, if my mother was here with all of these businesses I got going on, do you realize how much I could get done if my mom was here just running my phone? Like, I would be able to get so much done if I just had her just to run my phone only. You know, I do all the hard stuff, but having her around with the babies and running the phone, she ain't got to do no ripping and running and hard work. You can accomplish so much. And I look at us like our community is so damn broken, y'all. But it don't have to be, you know? Story time. Okay, so we go out um, today, me and my son. And I go to the corner store, the gas station, and I stop. I wanted to get me a little Arizona tea in a can. I stopped dealing with the bottles since they nasty and spitting in bottles and shit. So I go and I get me a can of Arizona. All right, so I come out and I see that the young boy in the car uh, that, you know, one of the owners of the store come out the store. And he's talking to another um, Indian dude in the in the driveway or in, in the um, gas station parking lot. Now, this guy got a van and he got like hella goods in his van. And you could tell they're not related, but they're both from the same place. <laughs> you know, they, they either share the same language or whatever the case may be. So they 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 talking whatever it is that they talking and I I thought it was a beautiful sight to see. To me, I saw commerce and community, right? So I look at my son and I ask him, "What do you see here?" You know, and he had a few jokes or whatever. You know, he said it's all a setup. <laughs> you know, he was joking, but I said, "No, like really, what do you see?" And then he was like, "I don't know. Tell me what you see." So I told him I see community. I see uh, bartering. I see business. I see commerce. And I said, what I don't see is black people doing this. You know? We we got this support black business thing going on. And yes, I shop black. I mean, it, it's beautiful, but it's bullshit at the end of the day if y'all not really practicing building communities with that shit. For example, have y'all ever scene where a Indian live or like a he a, a Hindu or whoever have you ever seen where they actually live you ever seen them come out of their houses probably not because they live in whole cold closed gated communities where they don't even got to be related but they buy from each other they share business they work for one of, you know what I mean? And they build and build and build. And everywhere you always, they all know each other. All the gas stations know the gas stations up the street. They know each other. They live in the same damn neighborhood. You know, and they build their neighborhood. I don't even know what their houses look like. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's wild. That's wild, y'all. Like, think about that. That's wild. You ever see where the Koreans live at? Like, like coming out of their house or mowing their lawns. You don't even get to see that shit. But you can go to, like, the high-end neighborhoods. You see a lot of white people. You see some black people, right? You see some white people in the high-end neighborhoods. You see them catch them mowing their lawn or pruning their, their azalea bushes back. Or, you know, you see the kids in the driveway going in the house. You see, like, six cars in the garage. and You see stuff like that. Don't none of them be Korean or Indian, though. Don't none of them be Chinese or Indian. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling y'all to think about why. Why do you think that is? 
Because their bottom line is already set in stone. They not beat for none of this media bullshit. They not beat for none of the narratives that be on the news. They don't give two flying fucks. You know what they care about? Making their money and living comfortably. And making sure their kids know how to make money and live comfortably. They don't give a fuck about none of this extracurricular bullshit. They're, they live in quiet, beautiful communities. They can party like a rock star and we'll never know what's going on with them they never on the news none of that shit i mean you got some unicorns out there that do weird shit like choke black people and fucking you know beauty salons and shit stupid shit like that but you don't see like them going into restaurants getting kicked out you don't see none of that you see it with us because it's us you know what i'm saying but look at what they're doing as opposed to what we're doing we're not doing the things that would keep us out of those places in the first place what do i mean by that we're not spending our time building our communities and bartering with each other's businesses had we been bartering with each other's businesses we wouldn't have been kicked out of nobody else's establishment because we wouldn't have been there in the first fucking place We wouldn't be getting evicted out of people's houses because we would be building our own fucking communities and renting from um, homeowners that look like us. But we we, we ain't that smart, though. We not that smart. The geniuses, the master builders of the fucking planet, and we not that smart, seriously? Like, at some point in time, you guys, they got to get tired. It has to get old. And I know for a fact that the change that I'm looking to see, I don't give a damn if, if black rules the world ever again. I don't care about that. What I care about is you at least having a control of your own resources and life, you know, and, and land. Control over your own shit. That's what I want to see before I leave here. And it saddens me that I feel like every year that passes by, and I don't. I see more and more nonsense going on. It, it saddens me that I'm never going to see the thought that I'm never going to see my people gain control of their own shit. Like I don't. I, the thought it hurts so bad because I know how strong we are, how resilient we are as a people, how intelligent we are. You know, how much a lot of people actually do fear you. Like, your very presence is a threat to everybody else's happiness. So, like, I know the potential and I know you know it. Everybody else knows it. Why are we not harnessing it? And, I mean, at the end of the day, is it because we fear success? I mean, at some point, if you do succeed and everything that you said or read about yourself is true you know, concerning, you know, your brilliance, then that means with success, you have to actually take responsibility. You actually have to have accountability and you actually have to pay attention to what everybody else is doing so that you can keep the world safe, so you can make things in in the world a better place. And I think you motherfuckers don't want that responsibility. I think you're happy with letting everybody hold the torch so you could just sit down and fucking relax. And to be honest with you, after running the fucking planet for over 10,000 years and some, you know, because we talking 30s and 40s and the thousands, right? I, I I would imagine your DNA needs a break. 
I would imagine you need a break, but goddamn, like, it, having a break and becoming a complete fucking sloth or absentee parent is ridiculous. You know, at some point, you gotta get, get back on the horse and ride, man. It's ridiculous, y'all. Like, we, we gotta remember that mortality is guaranteed to us all with this physical form. You know, and it's not until you transition and become an ancestor that that those things change and you can do a little bit more, you know. And then if your belief system is not strong enough for you to even tap into that energy or into that, you know, depth of your spirituality, then <laughs> shit, you might as well hang that one up too. So what are we going to do? I, I suggest we start building communities and really like, building that what does that look like and we're gonna get into it we're gonna get into what that looks like um in the next the upcoming segments so here um i'm gonna end it here y'all um but i'm gonna leave y'all with a couple of references i want y'all to look up joy the um joy the post-traumatic slave syndrome okay that's just some reading for self uh just check it out let that be one of the books that you knock out i have a whole library y'all that i believe um you know y'all all should check out but i'm gonna give i'm gonna try to give y'all one reference book uh you know at least once a week or once every two weeks something like that give y'all something because all of the books i'm giving y'all i read front to back already some of them twice um so joy degrew post post-traumatic slave syndrome um also, if you want to self-publish a book, you can go to Amazon. I used Creative Space, and Creative Space merged with Kindle, Kindle Direct, and Kindle Direct is now partnered with Amazon. So you can publish and self-publish a book on Amazon, and they print to order. So you can do that that way. You don't have to pay anything up front if you want to do a written piece. Um, also, uh, Shopify. You can check out Shopify. You can create yourself an online store. Whatever goods you want, believe me, it's room for everybody to make money. So whatever goods you want um, to put in your store, you can. Um, uh, Buy Africa, that's a spot where I get a lot of my stuff, um, where I will make my orders. That right there, you can, you know, if you want to do that, that's fine. But Shopify has a lot of of different stuff. uh, products and stuff that do drop shipping so you can do that um as far as wholesaling property as another stream of income i want you guys to check out max maxwell and um it's so many other people for now check out max maxwell you'll come across a lot of the other people along the way but Max Maxwell and Wholesale to Millions, that right there, Wholesale to Millions, like these two people, they have you, they get you to where you need to be um, as far as the knowledge is concerned, as far as, the, you know, the education is concerned on how it operates, how to do it, what your mindset should be, you know, um, and so forth. And, and for the most part, you don't even need no money, to be honest with you, to start off. So don't think for a second that you got to have money to deal in real estate because you don't. Um, and that the real estate made the most millionaires in our entire existence than any other business. So, I mean, that's facts. You can just look that up. Uh, but yeah, 
do that check all of those things out i hope i dropped enough jewels for y'all um to be able to use to your advantage and i gave you some reading material to to just feed your mind you know but remember check out like check out society look at your communities and start thinking about what that mortality will look like if you were to go today or tomorrow from an aneurysm, a heart attack, we don't know. I'm not trying to pump fear into you, but I just want you to realize that tomorrow is not promised to you. And we got kids out here, man. You know what I mean? Like, we have to do something. And I don't want to, like, spend the rest of my life trying to build something for these kids because I'm not going to be here. I actually want to just live life while I'm here, you know? get my flowers grow my flowers while i'm here so you know let's think about that let's start building because the moral of the story is we need to be doing it together okay um i'm gonna leave y'all with that till next time peace and love